0: This week, in order to ordain our new Ruling Elders, we gathered for a
1: live service over Zoom. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday of ordination and installation for our incoming Ruling Elders of 7th Avenue Presbyterian Church. Our reading this morning is from the Gospel of Matthew, the 15th chapter, verses 21 through 28. And we welcome Jono's mom, the Reverend Dr. Catherine Price, to our pulpit today. Catherine has been a minister in the United Reformed Church in the UK for 23 years, serving communities in Wales, Scotland, and England. Before entering the ministry, she worked in theater in the nonprofit sector and at home raising three children. She currently ministers to a group of three churches and a community center in Northeast Wales. She recently completed her PhD and is planning for her retirement next year. You'll find the link to our complete announcements in your email, and I want to highlight just a couple of those. As part of 7th Avenue's commitment to speak up and act for racial justice, we are receiving a special offering to support two local organizations, The Hidden Project and Radical Monarchs, our goal is to reach $2,000 by the end of August, and we are at seven seventy-five dollars so far. So you can donate via the church website or by sending a check to the church office, just making sure to note racial justice offering. At 7.30 p.m. on the third Wednesday of each month, we have a Taze and Eucharist service via Zoom. So we invite you to join us this Wednesday, August 19th. And a final note about Zoom. You'll notice that you were muted upon entry. So we ask that you refrain from unmuting yourself until the very end when we pass the peace with one another. We hope you will participate in singing and responding even while muted. But Zoom doesn't like more than one voice at a time. So this will enable us to participate and still hear what's happening. And now in preparation to worship, you are invited to quiet yourself, becoming still as you prepare to worship God. We are called to live in the light. We are called to open our hearts. We are called to act with justice. We are called to love with tenderness. We are called to walk humbly with God. Let us worship God. Yes, so be it. Amen.
0: us pray. Loving God, for the mystery of your love, we give you thanks. Your vision for us is far more beautiful than anything we could desire or imagine. But often when we think we have set our sights on you, we discover that we have built monuments to ourselves. Forgive us for forgetting you as we seek to follow you. Help us to see the difference between serving you and serving ourselves. Now in silence we continue our prayers to you. Happy are those who follow the way of God.
1: They delight in God's love and share it.
0: They are like trees planted by streams of living water yielding a rich
1: harvest wherever they are.
0: Believe the good news. Through the love of God, the peace of Christ, and the presence of the Spirit, we are renewed to life.
2: Alleluia, amen. Our reading from the Gospel of Matthew, the 15th chapter, verses 21 through 28. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. God, source of all light, by your word, you give light to soul. Pour out upon us the spirit of wisdom and understanding that our hearts and minds may be open to hear your word this day. Amen. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him saying, Lord, help me. He answered, it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God.
3: seventh avenue for the invitation to share in this special service today just over 20 years ago it was me who ordained Jono as an elder in the United Reformed Church Uh, I think he was the youngest at least in the Wales Synod at the time and it's a real joy and privilege to be here with some of Jono's family and friends who've shared his faith journey over the years it really is a silver lining in these strange times we're in when I began preaching, I made a promise to myself I would not talk about my children, at least when they were there, because my sister and I remember crin- the cringing feeling when our father, a lay preacher, began a sentence with the words of doom, when my daughters were little. Um, I hope I've managed to stick to my promise. But it does bring me around to today's gospel reading. Aren't parents embarrassing at times? That's how a college lecturer began his sermon on this story of the Canaanite woman when I was at college. He was reflecting on the episode from the point of view of the daughter. You can just imagine her covering her eyes and saying, No, madam don't. It's fine. Don't. Don't. I'll be okay. Just leave it. But of course, her mother doesn't just leave it. She persists. Another memory I have is of a cassette, that dates me, a cassette of an American woman whose name escapes me, retelling the story with the constant refrain, there ain't nothing like an uppity woman. It's one of my favorite Bible passages for a number of reasons, but high on that list is this portrayal of a mother who will not take no for an answer on behalf of her daughter, such that Jesus thinks again and changes his mind Her faith in Jesus' healing ability makes all the difference. I wonder if perhaps she was the inspiration for Jesus' parable about the pleading widow and the obstinate judge. Who knows? But there again is another reminder to be unrelenting in prayer. This story is a good example, it seems to me, of the roles that are explained In Eric Burns' Games People Play, where he writes about transactional analysis, which of course unpacks the way we relate to each other, using the roles of parent, adult and child. Here the roles are obvious. The mother is the parent, Jesus the adult and daughter the child. But if we unpack them a little bit further, we could say that the mother, the parent, is the one who feels responsible for and has overwhelming concern for another, the child's the one in need of help and the adult is the objective one, analytical, problem-solving. Jesus might be thought of to respond to the woman in a prejudiced manner, but to give him the benefit of the doubt, it could be that he is simply thinking aloud about what is going on he's ignored his disciples calls for him simply to send the woman away and is saying to himself perhaps I thought my mission was to the children of Israel but here is a foreign woman in need who believes I can help is that not faith should I not respond it's a story that encourages and gives hope Persistence in prayer and appeals for help and change can be rewarded. This is something that groups like Black Lives Matter and Extinction Rebellion need to hear. One demonstration, one inspiring speech is never going to be enough. There are and will always be obstinate judges. Keep on keeping on. Over here there will be parents who need the Canaanites woman's resilience if their child is one whose exam grades have been unfairly reduced and they've lost their place at university, and I'm sure you can think of examples where you are. That's just a message for the parents among us. The adults need reminding that it is okay to change their mind if the evidence leads you in that direction. Prejudice need not be a fixed point. It's just a first impression that should be informed, educated and transformed through attention to the facts. And for the children, and that's all of us when we are in need or feel disempowered, there is the encouragement to ask for and receive the help of others. Which of your relationships could be transformed by thinking of the way you are interacting in this way? Can Jesus and the Canaanite woman show you a way to a better connection? I know I'm not alone in needing to be ra- reminded that it's all right to get things wrong provided I commit to making things better. And similarly, the asking for help is not a bad thing. The parent-child role is one that's not as clear cut as it sounds. I think we all know families where it is the child who acts as parents. And in later years, when the caring roles are exchanged, it becomes a bit more obvious. I hear people tell me at the moment, my children keep telling me I shouldn't be going out at the moment. Appeals to an adult can help, whether that's reading the government guidelines or listening to Jesus speak about the need to love each other being the basis of relationship, regardless of role. Elders take on a range of responsibilities, mainly regarding the support of others in ways both practical and spiritual. But the carrying out of those responsibilities is dependent on a willingness to grow in faith and understanding and the self-awareness to know when we need help. Parents, adults and children, I pray God's blessing on you all as elders and all of us who have made similar promises in the past. For myself, I will still hold on to the permission to be an uppity woman. Amen.
1: As we move into the ordination and installation of our ruling elders elect, our clerk Helen Yoon Trowbridge will start us off.
4: Madam Moderator, speaking for the people of the church, I bring John O. Price and Greg Nagel to be ordained as members of our leadership council and installed along with Larry Eng and Michael Tenbrink to serve on our council.
1: There are different gifts.
5: But it is the same spirit that gives them.
1: There are different ways of serving God.
5: But it is the same God who served.
1: God works through each person in unique ways.
5: But God's purpose is accomplished through them.
1: Each one is given a gift of the Spirit
5: to use for the
1: common good. Together we are the body of Christ
5: and individually members
1: of it. Jono and Greg respond to these questions. Do you trust in Jesus Christ your Savior? acknowledge him Lord of all and head of the church, and through him believe in one God, creator, Son, and Holy Spirit? Do you?
2: I do. I do.
5: Do you accept the scriptures of the Old and New Testament to be of the Holy Spirit, the unique and authoritative witness of the Christ in the church universal and God's word? to you
0: do you i do
1: i do and do you sincerely receive and adopt the essential tenets of the reformed faith as expressed in the confessions of our church as authentic and reliable expositions of what scripture leads us to believe and do and will you be instructed and led by these confessions as you lead the people of god do you and will you
0: i do and i will i do and i will
5: will you fulfill your office in obedience to the christ under the authority of scripture and guided
1: by our confessions will you
2: i will i will
1: will you be governed by our church's polity and will you abide by its discipline Will you be a friend among your colleagues in ministry, working with them, subject to the ordering of God's word and spirit? Will you?
2: I will. I will.
5: Will you in your own life seek to follow the Christ, love your neighbor, and work for the reconciliation
1: of the world? Will you?
2: I will. I will.
1: And do you promise to further the peace, unity, and purity of the church? Do you?
2: I do.
0: I do.
1: Will you seek to serve the people with
5: energy, with intelligence, with imagination,
1: and with love?
5: Will
2: you? I will. I will.
1: Jono, Greg, Larry, and Michael. Will you be a faithful council member, watching over the people, providing for their worship and instruction? Will you share in government and discipline, serving in the courts of the church, and in your ministry, will you try to show the love and justice of the Christ? Will you?
2: I will. I will. I will. I will.
4: And now to the congregation. Do we... Members of Seventh Avenue accept Jono, Greg, Larry, and Michael, chosen by God through the voice of this congregation to lead us in the way of Jesus Christ. Do we?
2: We do. We do. We do.
4: Do we agree to encourage them to respect their decisions and to follow as they guide us serving Jesus Christ, who alone is head of the church? Do we?
1: We We do. We do. And now I invite you to reach out your hands as we pray the prayer of ordination and installation. O God of resurrection, O God of our stories, we thank you that you are with us. Down through the ages, you have called people to faith, calling them to be your vessels and messengers, your dancers and artists, your prophets and servants. We praise you this morning for these chosen by your spirit, to the voice of this community to serve as members of the leadership council for your Holy Spirit upon Jono and Greg ordaining and empowering them with your wisdom, employing them with your insight, enabling them with your presence as they communicate your love to those whom you have called them to serve. May they embody your strength when called to be forthright. Exhibit your grace when called to be humble. Express your compassion when called to be caring. Grant Jono and Greg the knowledge of your love for them as they participate in the ministry of love with us. Install them now along with Larry Ng and Michael Tenbrink by your spirit to the respective positions of service in the Church of Jesus Christ, as lived out here at 7th Avenue Presbyterian Church. In the power of your many names, O God, set these apart to serve among. We make this prayer with thanksgiving and praise by the power of God, our creator, in the name of the Christ, our redeemer, and through the presence of spirit, our sustainer. Amen. And now let us respond in celebration, however it feels good to you. We're so excited that you are now installed as ruling elders, Michael, Larry, Jono, and Greg. In our fullness of heart, let us pray.
5: God of grace for the gift of Michael, Larry, Greg, and Jono, And their ministry among us we give you thanks we praise you that you have called us to a common ministry as ambassadors of the christ trusting us with the message of reconciliation give michael larry greg and jono as they join the council courage and discipline to follow where your spirit rightly leads that together we may declare your wonderful deeds and show your love to the world through Jesus the Christ. Amen.
6: Secret. Mm -hmm. Call. awesome indeed the entrustment, tending the holy, tending the holy.
1: As we continue now with the prayer chant, you are invited to offer your prayers in the silence of your hearts or to share them with the community by writing them in the chat. Come to the table that welcomes us in our need and persists in its offerings we come to the table that assures us when we are in need and comforts us when we get it wrong we come to the table that calls to us from the depths of our beings and invites us to respond so come not because you must But simply because you may.
5: Christ be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to God. Let us give thanks to the God of life. It is right to give God thanks and praise. Let us pray divine mystery out of sheer chaos and deepest darkness you created light but in the separation of darkness and light oneness was not broken the waters calmed and parted revealing firm dry ground and still oneness was not diminished night held day and the lapping of the water onto the dry land caressed and firm their interweaving. Green light was a song of oneness, and the creatures of the waters, the land, and the air created sacred harmony, filling creation with life, birth of holy love. Humanity, too, was created in oneness, and imprinted with sweet longing in our hearts. Bearers of the divine image, we were formed as stewards of God's sacred creation and purposed to love all of life as holy. Terrified by our fragility and our finitude, however, we turn from our created purpose and twisted holy oneness into othering. Anything we could get our hands on was filtered through the lens of loss or gain. We tore at oneness until it could barely stand the strain. We tore through the gift of prophets and priests, we tore at the wisdom of sages and saints, and then we tore at the oneness offered us through the Christ. And yet, the oneness, the author who lingers in both mystery and intimacy, remains one with us, and remains with us faithfully. And lovingly. One with us, even now in our solitude. One with us, even now in our uncertainty. One with us, even now in the midst of seas of emotion, change, and tumult. One with us, even now. Therefore, with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven. We worship and adore your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing.
3: pour out your spirit we pray on this simple bread wheat from the field that it might be for us the body of Christ pour out your spirit we pray on this cup juice from the vine that it might be the life of Christ pour out your spirit we pray we are bold to pray the words Jesus taught us saying our father in heaven hallowed be thy name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in heaven Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
1: On the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he gathered round table with friends, just as we are gathered with friends of the faith. And he took bread. And after giving thanks to God, he broke it, saying, this is my body broken and given for you. Take, eat, do this, do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, This cup is the new covenant, poured out for the forgiveness of sin and sealed with my love. Take, drink, do this in remembrance of me. For as often as we drink from one cup and break from one loaf, we proclaim the life, death, and resurrection of the Christ until we feast with him in glory. Friends, these are the gifts of God for the people of God. Take them and feast on them in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. The bread and cup of Christ, let us partake with one another. gone. grace through your Holy Spirit gentle as a dove living burning as fire you empower us your people to do the work of Christ in the world you have fed us in word in bread in silence in music and in community and for that we give you our thanks and praise amen go forth uppity and bold, called as children of God to care for one another. May
3: the God of peace go with us
6: as we travel from this
3: place. May the love of Jesus keep us them in hope and full of
6: grace.